All right. Hey, hey, hey. This is Shelly Shell with another episode of Evolve Women's Mixed Martial Arts, MMA. Uh, you can find us on facebook.com backslash I love WMMA. And you can also download an episode from Podomatic or iTunes. So check us out there too. Um, so what I'm going to go over is uh, this weekend's fights, UFC Fight Night 105 and Bellator 172. UFC Fight Night. This was on Sunday night. Um, on the undercard, we had Randa, the Quiet Storm, Marcos, fighting Carla, the Cookie Monster. I love that. Esperanza. Uh, uh, Carla was uh, the former UFC champ, um, and uh, she got defeated in this fight, but I just, I don't even know what the freaking judges were looking at. I was... I had to watch the fight twice because I was like, how did she lose? You know, how did she lose? Um, just my own personal feeling, don't let it go to the judges. I know you fighters might hear this a long time, and I know you're trying to fight uh, and finish the fight. You're doing your best to finish the fight, but, man, you got to really get out there and go after it. People especially. were booing. They, I mean, the, the, the crowd didn't agree Oh, you, you watched. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, the, the decision was just, like, crazy. I mean, um, the first round, Esperanza, you know, she she gets the takedown, but uh, Marcos attempts to, re, you know, gets in a better position. She does a reverse triangle and tries to get out of it, but then um, catches Esperanza and kind of, like, her caught her arms, and she's, you know, ground and pounding her. I mean, there was a brief moment of that, but the most of the fight was... You know, the two of them in the middle, and I guess the judges took it that Esperanza, I mean, that Marcos was um, dominating or, you know, controlling the center of the ring. But to me, and of course, I'm not there, you only see him one side of the TV camera, it didn't, it didn't ever look like uh, Marcos's punches were actually connecting, uh, which to me, you know, Carla's seemed to connect and she but was, uh similarly she was pushing the pace too yeah constantly <laughs> constantly pretty clearly pushing the and pace yeah well and then you know in the second round um you know it esperanza landed an illegal knee maybe you know the judges kind of subconsciously took that into effect but it, it was kind of close i wasn't even sure i had to watch everybody kind of watch the reef play but um uh you know even Marcos didn't even notice that her knee was down when she actually got kneed to, oh, yep, to the hot, yep. you know, to her eye, and um, you know she got a nice little gash from that. But mm-hmm. but um, you know the the fight was still moving. Um, one of the things that I found too annoying is that you know at, at the end of each round, Esperanza was like you know pummeling her or had her like i think the second round mm-hmm. had her in a in a um an arm triangle mm-hmm. and was squeezing the life out of her and i mean granted marcos was punching with strikes to her you know to the side and still kind of like in it but who was who was dominating it was the cookie monster <laughs> you know she was dominating uh, one of the things in this fight, too, that I found really annoying um, and why there wasn't, but maybe this isn't um, 
Carla's game. She's not a kicker. She's a more of a ground person, I guess, and not really a striker. But to me, if you were a striker, it would have been way easy to knock uh, Marcos out because she just leans in with her head. Her arms are out. Yeah, fingers she, her, are up. Her weight was, was, wasn't over her hips. Her weight was very forward. She was very front heavy. So forward. Her legs were really wide. I mean, I know this was, you know, she, was, she wasn't, she didn't want to be taken down. But I think uh, the guys were saying that she was a good takedown artist. She was leading with her chin too. Like her- Wicked! <laughs> Wicked! But I guess it's because she's fighting, you know, Carla because she's, uh, a, a, you know, a good good ground She's got a great ground game, mm-hmm. and she didn't want to be taken down, which she was taken down three times, I think, in the fight, each round. And yeah, she didn't, I wonder what those scorecards look like. Well, they said, okay, this was the thing. They did say it. It was 29-28, um, the first round Esperanza, which I'm like, well, that would have been the more questionable round out of all of them. All right. And then the last two rounds were 29-28, and they went to Marcos, which I'm like, Okay, this is just ridiculous. It was bizarre. You know, the judges. And I'm like, well, they were in Canada. Maybe they're Canadian judges. They're going for their Canadian chickie. Yeah. You know, which is fine. I mean, I wouldn't be making a big stink about it if if she actually really did the due diligence to win the fight. Right. But it really wasn't there. And, um, yeah, so that's my take on that one. I think they should have gave it to Carla, and I'm sure she probably thought oh, so, she, too. No, not even given to her. She earned it. Yeah, <laughs> she, she, yeah well, she definitely. Did. She, she did earn it. She did earn it. Um, then we go to the main card, which was um, Sarah McMahon versus a newbie, Gina uh, Mazzani. And um, Mazzani, I guess, didn't make weight, I think. Uh, and it was due to the fact that she... Uh, just took the fight two weeks. In. Okay, I didn't know that. You know, yeah, yeah. She was two weeks in. Um, took it on short notice. I don't know who uh, who was supposed to be the 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 fight for that, mm-hmm. but um, it was her. I think UFC debut, and you know she she ended up taking a tough fight, but what a stand up chick to do it mm-hmm. and and just get in there. Um, the fight was short. Uh, McMahon just went to, you know, Sarah's just a brute, man. I mean, she's an <laughs> Olympic champion and whatever. And she just took the girl down and then got her in, I think, an arm triangle. Uh, yep, arm triangle. And um, finished the fight uh, with at a minute, 14 seconds. Um, and, you know, it was... He felt bad for Minzani because I don't think she she wanted to go a little longer, you know, like maybe right. she, you know, I don't know, but she had tears and I felt bad for her because I think, you know, she just wanted to put on a better show. Um, but um, kudos to Sarah McMahon for being the stand up little chicky she is. She went over and I think she said some more words of encouragement to her. I don't know what was said. It would be nice to know what she said uh, to her. And I know they were kind of, you know, smiling and chuckling at the end. So that was kind of a good thing. Um, and girls do that. I like that about the women's MMA a it, lot. It's, def- it's definitely a distinct difference. Oh, hugely distinct difference. I, I Years ago, um, Roxanne Martafari uh, fought Tara La Rosa. And um, they came out and they put on like a little show. And this was at uh, Moosin, which was an old promotion that I think they only had one fight here in the States. They came out of, I, where was it? I don't know, someplace over in, um, I don't know, Turkey or I don't know where it was. But anyways, um, they came out and they fought and it was a great brawl. And I think Roxanne 
beat Tara, but they were bowing towards one another, and they just did like a really good, uh, you know, friends, like a friend friendship kind of thing. Yeah. And um, it was really, uh, it was a different thing for people to see how women behave in the ring. It was a different con- uh, a, a different contrast to, to how the guys are, I guess. Mm-hmm. And. Um, there was much more greater display of respect and they did a little showmanship i mean um it was kind of like that pride thing where they both walk in with their get-ups uh mm-hmm. tara walked in with a white you know cowboy hat and and uh, roxanne uh comes in with her stuff and she they just kind of went back and forth at each other it was fun but anyways uh speaking of roxanne she's got a book that's coming out and i don't know if it's the happy warrior on meditation and being happy as a fighter i I actually can't remember the name of the book. I just saw like a little plug for it, but um, it's something that I actually want to pick up and read soon. So with that said, um, back to the fights. The fight that was really good this weekend that um, I had to watch a couple times because it was it was a good brawl um, was Bellator um, with uh, Brooke the bully Mayo, and Vita Ortega. Now, this was um, Mayo's pro debut, and um, it was definitely the best fight of the weekend yeah. for, for women's. Yeah, it was really, really good. Um, they really let loose. Um, what was funny about it is uh, they came out in the first round, and they're, you know, like what happens is, you, you know, especially if you're new and you get a little nervous or whatever, I would think mm-hmm. you come out and you, you, you know, you just like after it, completely after it. And they were both uh, exchanging punches, and um, Mayo took um, Ortega to the ground, and I mean, like got her back, and. Uh, was almost getting a rear naked, but then kind of lost the position. Mm-hmm. And and Ortega came out with uh, some good ground and pound. And then they got off the fence. They went back to standing up. And then um, and then of course it was like the third round <clears throat> comes around and or the second round is kind of pretty much the same stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a lot, you know, striking. They started off slow, but there was some similar things. Um, uh, uh, Mayo got like another takedown, but then by the third round, oh my god, it was like a freaking all-out war. That I mean, you didn't know which way it was going to go, and you couldn't tell really um, how the judges would score it. You know, like um, yeah. because it was back and forth really well, and uh, freaking Ortega came out like with vicious freaking strikes, like just you know bad intentions, and and uh, struck. Uh, Mayo and caught her with a nice right that hit her in the eye and it blew up like <laughs> nasty all right like really nasty and they they had a few more exchanges after that and I mean there was a lot of rolling around in that I mean you, you didn't know which way it was going to go it was like they were both like just beast mode yeah and and uh and then um Big John uh stepped in and had to stop the fight and took uh, Mayo over to the side 
you know, for the doctor to look at her eye because it was so big. <laughs> and the doctor stopped the fight. And oh she, oh, you felt so God. bad for her because she's like, I can see, I can oh see. My she God. said it over and over yeah, and over and over and over again. It gruesome. It was it, really it's, bad. It's, it's significantly larger than a golf ball. Yeah. And, and I think what the fighter doesn't understand, even though she could see, is that, you know, the doctor's looking at it and with, um, you know, a... a a blow up like that they're thinking uh you know vision well vision but like a orbital fracture mm -hmm. and um and then two with it puffing up like that the swelling could cause some problems with the eye too i mean it could hurt this, the it's eye in the fighter's itself. best interest absolutely paves the way for a great rematch though uh, yeah which i think would be really 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 good i mean they really mm -hmm. it, it was a back and forth battle it was an all-out war um, it was one of the most exciting fights that I'd seen in a long time because, you know, especially with a newcomer, too, with Mayo. I mean, it was her first uh, uh, pro fight. So Her eye was completely shut. At her, the her, end of it? Completely shut. Oh, her yeah, eyes well, completely shut, closed. It can't, it can't even open the eye. That's not even an option to open the eye. Oh, wow. Well, initially, it was, I mean, like when she was pleading, her eye was still open. But, but, but that's that's what's funny is that he must have saw it. And he's like, oh, my God, I think this thing's growing. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, more yeah. He oh, it, it, as soon as <laughs> as soon as the hit, as soon as the hit came, it was it was huge. I mean, you could see it. I was like, holy shit, like that punch. Was he must have seen it, though, because he's right next to her. He must have been like, this thing's getting bigger and bigger. We it, It's you see well, what I'm saying? Well, yeah. Well, John McCarthy's a good, good oh, ref. Yeah. I mean, like he, he definitely. I mean, like is protecting the fighters and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. You know, which is interesting. Speaking about referees, because there's been a lot of controversy with them. Right. Yeah, and I think you know, they they will let fight fights go to a certain extent, but then they don't know when to jump in to stop things, like when it's really needed to stop them. Um, or they make the wrong decision, like the the fight that's coming up um, soon. I think on March twenty fifth for Invicta is is a rematch be, uh, with um, uh, Tanya Evinger and uh, Yana. Oh, what's her name? Kunik Kunikskaya. <laughs> She's like this blonde. Shelly, I don't know how you do so well with these names. I, I oh, I, I'm I I have to you, like you nail these names. I, I don't. Yeah, not really. I don't know how to say it, really. But like, yeah, well, you she's dive like, in, you dive in feet first. She's blonde, and she's got like these blonde. She looks like she should be like you know, like in like a not a like an Amazon movie or something of women, and like be yeah. like like a superhero kind of chick, you know. Like she just like I saw like a video of her kickboxing or something like that, you know, just throwing pads and stuff, and she's just the hair swings around, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> I don't know. Guys must watch that and be like. Wow, <laughs> you know, like watching a woman move in kind of like a deadly fashion. Yeah, I don't know, but she. Uh, so that fight's coming up, but I, apparently that got stopped in the first round. That fight, and yeah. and uh, Tanya was the champ, and she contested it because um, the referee uh, moved them around. And didn't put her back in, in, in that dominant position, which oh. she should have been in. So she was, like, pissed. I, yeah. I mean, I would imagine. She, I'd be pissed. that, And then she loses to an arm bar or something. I don't know. It was a submission of some kind. But, um, yeah, so that was, like, a referee not doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know who the ref was. But it's I, I can't help but wonder, like, when you're looking at refs and, and uh, they're... 
refereeing a female fight if they approach it differently i don't know like if they mm-hmm. kind of unconsciously approach it differently and maybe we'll stop a fight sooner or not let it go as long as they would say like the guys uh you know if they they think there's damage or something like that going on i mean i i don't know um and then too um that other fight with uh jermaine saying uh uh, Jermaine Devrandami, where she's the current featherweight champ for the UFC, she, uh, well, Holly Holm is contesting that fight. And she's going up with the Athletic Commission in New York, and she wants a rematch. It, it is ridiculous, though. Kind of. It is, it is ridiculous. I mean, kind of. So the, a discrepancy that I feel people have with the UFC is that it does not seem to be consistent like it is in, in, in other. And like boxing and stuff like that, you don't have these discrepancies. I mean, well, just I, some I, consistency because well, they didn't take a point and like. Well, the thing, I mean, maybe, but I mean, it's it's kind of like, um, I mean, this the other fight with um, Tony Everinger was, you know, with Invicta, mm-hmm. which is under the UFC. And then this, this other one now is with the UFC and it is in a women's division but i i mean how often are we hearing it with the men i don't know because i haven't followed all, i mean there's so many guy fights but are you know the girls are contesting the fights because of what's happening with the refs and this has happened before you know throughout history i mean it happened with ronda rousey a long time ago one of her first or second fights um where she um armbarred oh god who was it and the referee she told the ref you know she's tapping and the ref stopped the fight, but it, it was a verbal tap, I guess. Yeah. But it, the ref shouldn't stop the fight because Ronda Rousey said it. That's <laughs> you know? When she was like submitting, she goes, well, next time. And then Ronda turned around and said, next time I'll break their arm, you know, until the ref yeah. does stop me. I mean, that was her. And I mean, I get that, but the ref didn't kind of know how to handle that situation, apparently. I don't know. But there's been kind of like that sort of thing. And maybe it's just because I'm focused on women's MMA. It's, it's see happened. It with the guys. I know it's happened to Chael Sonnen twice where oh. where where he was, uh, the, the ref said he submitted when he... He didn't. He <laughs> I didn't. remember that now. Yeah, it was yeah. against Anson Silva. Yeah. Yeah, pretty, yeah. Pretty pivotal fight in his career when that happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a big fight. And that was a freaking gruesome all-out brawl fight. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Yeah, I remember that now. That was a while ago, too. But, yeah, so that's... So it wasn't the one of... you were just talking about, a Bellator. Uh, they were, they, they, it, it was on the on their feet, on the ground. Oh, this was um, the fight with uh, Brooke Mayo, mm-hmm. uh, the bully Mayo, and uh, Vita Ortega. And Vita ended up winning um, because of the stoppage. She got like, and, and I mean, they, both fighters looked great. It was it was an exciting fight. It was definitely you know like fight of the weekend for women's mixed martial arts. I thought um, definitely a refreshing. Like you were exciting. You're on your the edge of your seat watching it. Where some of the other fights you just like okay they look like they're sparring. Come on girls, pick yeah. it up the pace. Right. Go after them. Stop running away. Uh, you know like um, what the the um, what do you call it the um, Carla the Cookie Monster fight and uh, Marcos. Um, you know, I, I, I from from a stand up position, I'm surprised. I mean, she didn't get kicked to the head or something. The way Marcos was standing with her chin out there and her whole stance. I don't know if that's her normal stance, but I was like so um Oh, just kick her. You know, just kick her head. I mean, if Holly Holm was in there, the girl would have been like done, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, Holly Holm is contesting that fight. She wants a rematch. So God only knows what's going to happen with that. Um, uh, one of the things that was reported to uh, her, one of her coaches, Mike um, Winkleton. I don't know if I say it right. He's out of. He, it's he's um, one of the coaches or the the longtime coach at Jackson Winkleton MMA, where Holly trains. Um, he had stated that. Um, he didn't think Cyborg should be allowed to fight for another year, at least, <laughs> because really? of yeah, because of um, the, the the doping instant incident. Mm -hmm. But it looks like she's going to be cleared of it because it was used for therapeutic uses, and she'll have an exemption, which is great. Mm -hmm. So we may be seeing her soon. But if we have that rematch between. Um, home and and um darren dammy um that'll be first then it'll be whoever takes that fight but my feeling was when he stated that i was like he doesn't want holly fighting her <laughs> fighting cyborg i, I kind of and where darren dammy's like yeah bring me her <laughs> you know yeah. i want to fight her and i think uh their coaches don't want her to fight that i think that's why he made that statement i think truth be told um you know anybody that fights cyborg comes out of it you know it's a tough fight that's everybody kind of figures cyborg's gonna win yeah um so i don't know but um one of the things about bellator that i liked and i kind of forgot about or i actually didn't realize is uh scott coker who used to run strike force um before the ufc purchased it and kind of dismantled it mm -hmm. and took over the women's MMA. He was kind of a strong proponent of of uh, bringing women's mixed martial arts into the forefront. He really supported the ladies and put up, the, you know, had the fights during Strike Force. A lot of these girls started out that way. And um, it's it shows because he's, he's still doing that. And they're starting the uh, featherweight division in Bellator now. And it's Marlos Kunin against um, Julia Budd, which is a fight that makes sense, you know, for a featherweight title fight where the Holly Holm and Darren Dammy one did not. And the interesting thing about it is Marlos has fought uh, Cyborg, lost twice to Cyborg, um, and fought Tate, lost to her, but... You know she's twenty three and seven, and you look at the fights that she's had. You know That's they're very, they're very respectable, respectable fights. You know, and she, it, you know, she she made to the uh, to the to the to the playoffs and the championship a couple yeah, of times. You know, she exactly. just couldn't seal the deal. Exactly. I mean, I know she's with a different promotion, mm -hmm. uh, but um, and and it's interesting. She's still with the same promotion or the same. Uh, like they weren't. This is this is one of the things too. Like. Bellator, when Bjorn, uh, what the hell is his name, Reb, Rebney, uh, when he had uh, Bellator, he said, oh, I'm going to do all this stuff for women's MMA. Mm -hmm. And, well, needless to say, he's not he's not with them anymore. He got fired, you know, and Scott Coker ended up taking over, which is great for, for women and, and for the promotion, I think, even though, you know, Bjorn started Bellator. But... He rubbed me the wrong way years ago when um, all the 
women's divisions were kind of mounting up. Strike Force had like this stuff going on, but there was like this big call for a, a women's only promotion, and the UFC was interested and. Uh, Bjorn said, oh, well, you know, we're going to, you know, help women out. And he kind of, to me, used Zoila Fosto, who's a great MMA striker, and she was um, a champ. And they kind of used her where they put her out in California in her hometown. It was supposed to be televised on Spike TV. Here is, you know, Zoila saying, yeah, watch me, watch me. I'm going to be on TV um, in my hometown. Can't, can't wait and stuff. And they never freaking showed, they never aired the fight. It was one of the only reasons why I, I watched that fight that night. I was so pissed. Right. I was so pissed that they didn't air it. And, um, well, so now you see, I mean, the universe works. <laughs> He's no longer with them, I guess. I don't know. And Scott Coker is, who's really helped uh bringing women's MMA up. So, yeah, they got the featherweight kind of thing going now. That's going to take place actually March 4th and at Bellator 174. Um, like I said, this is a fight that makes sense. Julia Budd, who's 9-2, and two, her losses, interestingly enough, were during the strike force, uh, the beginning of women's uh, MMA with strike force against Rousey and Nunes, who are the champs. And those are her only two losses. Mm-hmm. All right? And, um, and she beat... Jermaine Derendami. So here you have, I mean, Julia Budd, who isn't with the UFC or whatever, but she was fighting, um, I think, for Invicta. Um, so, but now has signed with Bellator, so I, I don't see her, you know, trading places or, or leaving, which is kind of sad for the UFC. But um, but this should be a, like a really good matchup. This is going to be an all-out brawl, I think, coming up. Who who will win? <laughs> I don't know. I got to think about that one a little bit more. Maybe on the next uh, podcast, I'll I'll have. I got to review some fights and yeah, stuff and really see. mull it over, huh? Yeah, like yeah. I I haven't seen Julia fight. I mean, I saw her when she fought against Rousey and she lost. Um, and so I haven't really seen her fight since then. I haven't followed her so much uh, because she hasn't been in the UFC. Um, Kunin is a strong fighter. I mean, she's scary. Like, you just, she's she's just got like the sweetest, nicest kind of face and everything like that. Like, you never walking down the street, if you met her, you'd never think she was a fighter. Mm-hmm. But man, she, she can do some serious damage. She's one nasty, nasty um, striker, ground person. Uh, she went three rounds with Cyborg, man. You know, like... That's a long three rounds. Yeah. yeah. Or actually, it could have been five. I don't even know. Like, it could have been... A t- I think it was five. It was title. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, but, yeah, she's she's definitely... Uh, Beast Mode has a lot of experience. Um, you know, I, I... Yeah, she's a champ. She's been there. She knows, she's, she knows the drill, mm-hmm. so to speak. So, talking it out now, I think, you know, she would probably be uh the lead and the winner in that that in that match but um you know it's hard to say that you got two great fights that that's going to be you know a great inaugural featherweight fight that's coming up march 4th definitely a must see i think for sure thanks for listening and you can follow us like us share us comment at facebook.com backslash i love wmma 
And then two, uh, please remember you can always download us at iTunes or Automatic. Thanks again.